In today's show, we're looking ahead to week 19. Week 20, for some of you, depends on how you call your weeks. But for the majority, it is called week 19. That's a long disclaimer to say we're looking at a weekly preview. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble on TikTok at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by PrizePix. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code Locked On. That's PrizePix.com, and the promo code is Locked On. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free, and we are available on all platforms. So we're here again, as I said, to look at um, Week 19. Again, this is why I hate using week names. I do it because all of you seem to love it, but because in some situations, this is Week 20, if people didn't count the All-Star Break as two weeks. So what we're talking about, really, is the week that starts on February the 27th. That is the week we're talking about. Week 19 for some, week 20 for others. And if you followed my advice at the beginning of the season when setting up a league, and I got that question hundreds of times, maybe thousands of times, hey, Josh, when should we end the playoffs? I always said March 19th, and this would be the start of your playoffs. This is what we're talking about. So if that is the that is the schedule you followed, this is week one of the playoffs. This is week one of the playoffs for the Locked On Fantasy Basketball League, both category and points. This is week one of the playoffs. So we're going to approach it with an eye to people who are playing Roto, play, people who are or ending their leagues later, but also if you're in the playoffs, you need to be paying attention very much so right now, Wani. Let's get it on, Gilly. <laughs> All right. It's an interesting week. It's not our usual, hey, big Monday, big Wednesday, big Friday. It's honestly just completely different to that. We've got four games on Monday. Four. Okay. It's pretty weird. We've got 10 on Tuesday. We don't normally get a busy Tuesday like that. 10 on Tuesday. We've got nine on Wednesday. We've got four on Thursday, 10 on Friday, six on Saturday, and 10 on Sunday. So and my general rule is more than nine games on a day makes it a hard day to stream. Now, that's going to be really dependent on your league settings, your league roster, the makeup of your team. But in general, when I'm giving generic sort of advice here, we are looking at Tuesday, Friday, and Sunday as non-streamable days. You might be able to, but you might not be. Such as like on Wednesday with nine games, you might not actually be able to stream. I think you can for most people, but for some, you might not be. So all of your strategy is going to depend on your individual roster, your individual setup. If you're in a league where you have six starters and seven bench players, then the cutoff for games played where it's streaming becomes lower. So on a nine-game day, if you've got a 50-50 bench starter split, you're probably not going to be able to stream in. But that's going to be dependent on your league. And you can just go through, look at every day and go, huh, which days am I full? Which days am I not? And using that is important. Again, one of the major key rules of fantasy playoffs. Amount of games is important. But when those games are, are is equally, if not more important. And we've got some great examples of that for this week coming up. Let's look at how the games shake out week 19. We've got 18 teams that play four games. 
So the vast majority of teams playing four games. We've got 10 teams playing three games. And then the poor Nuggets and the Cavs have just two games. The four game teams, Spurs, Rockets, Lakers, Clippers, Grizzlies, Bulls, Blazers, Thunder, Orlando Magic, Hornets, Wizards, Warriors, Nets, Bucks, Heat, Sixers, Celtics, and Knicks. All of those teams play four games. And then you've got the Nuggets and Cavs with two. Everyone else has three. But as we always like to say, what, what is happening with those games? Because the Pistons have three games, right? But they're all on low volume days. Contrast that with the Lakers who play four games and they have one quality game. So a fringe Laker, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, is he as useful to you, even though he's got four games? Is he as useful to you as a fringe Pistons player? Killian Hayes? I was going to say Isaiah Stewart, but I don't know if he's going to play. I don't even know what's going to happen with Bagley, who was crazy today, or Duran, or Wiseman. I don't know what's going on with those guys. But fringe Pistons players, you can even throw Pelicans players who play only three games but have two quality games, or even Cavs guys. They only have two games, but they're both on low-volume days. So is that better than, say, having a Jazz player who plays three games, but they're all on the high volumes? Like, is that... For most of you, it's not going to be worth it. A fringe jazz guy. Like, who is a fringe? Maybe it's Taylor Horton Tucker, right? Three games for the week. Maybe it's not. Maybe he's actually better than a fringe player. But you might actually use him zero times this week. That's possible if Sexton's back. You might use him zero times. Whereas a Cavs fringe player, let's say Karis Levert, you might use him twice. And I know I prefer two over zero. So volume of games is great. But there are so many teams playing four games this week that play one quality game. Lakers, Clippers, Grizzlies, Bulls, Blazers, Thunder, Warriors, Nets all have one quality game. So your four-game Cam Thomas might be one game. Your four-game Kavon Looney might be one game. Your four-game DiVincenzo might be one game. Your four-game Pig Williams might be one game. Your four-game Shaden Sharp might be one game. Your four-game Cam Reddish might be one game. Your four-game... Alex Caruso might be one game. You get the picture? Like that that's really important in these playoffs that so you can add them. You go, man, four games, great, I'm adding him. And then you look at your roster and you get down to it and you go, oh, well, I can't actually slot him in. He doesn't actually fit on my in my active roster on Sunday. He doesn't fit on Friday. He doesn't fit on Tuesday. What am I doing? I've just wasted it. So that is important. You have to pay attention to that. And I'm not telling you exclusively, watch you don't add these guys, but pay attention because you might be able to stream in on a 10 game Friday. Your roster might sit that you've got an open active slot, but you might not. And planning it out is really the way to go about this. That's the only way you're going to get the maximum of what you need for the week. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. Price Picks is daily fantasy, but it's not traditional daily fantasy. It's not lineups with salary caps and thousands of people going against you. It's you versus player projections. So you might have Marvin Bagley and say, well, you know, Price Picks might say 20 rebounds. You go, ah, will he go more or less? Well, he almost hit the over today, which was pretty weird. Or you might see someone like Jaden Ivey and his points might be at 12 and a half. And you go, I think we're in for a big scoring night from Jaden. So you choose more and you go between two to six of those individual player projections. 
is stick them in a lineup and you can win up to 25 times your entry feedback. It's easy to do. You can do it in under 60 seconds. You can do it in over 30 US states. You can do it in most Canadian territories or provinces. And you can do it for multiple sports, not just the NBA. You can do it for Major League Baseball starting up soon. You can do it for the NHL. You can do it for women's college basketball. You can do it for men's college basketball. You can do it for PGA. You can do it for MMA. You can do it for boxing. You can do it for soccer. You can do it for cricket. You can do it for European basketball. And of course, you can do it for disc golf. So download the PriceFix app. Go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, PricePix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, PricePix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. So let's look at streaming options through week 19 now, what we're going to or how we're going to approach this or how can we approach it. So we're looking at probably Monday, Wednesday, Thursday and Saturday as our streaming days. That's that's the thing that's going to be the case for majority of people. That they're the days that we can stream. All right. We're in the if you're in the playoffs, you've got to make hard decisions. You've got to make hard cuts because there's no point waiting to see what happens for next for the week after if you're not going to be there. Anyone who's a fringy sort of guy where you're debating it, and we'll talk more about this later when we talk about weekly ads and stuff, but drop them if you need to. Roto, very different story. Like you've got the ability to stash and hold and bench and all that sort of stuff. If you're not in playoffs yet and you are secure in your spot, then you can wait on guys. But if you're in fantasy playoffs now, injured guys, out of form players, you can't wait on it. It's really important when you're making your waiver ads that getting two or three games out of each waiver ad is what you're looking to do. But taking into consideration again, when those games are played. We'll talk about a streaming plan later on. And that's what I said with quality games being really important. Work out for your current roster, which days are your quality games? Which days are the days that you can stream and build your strategy around that? That is how you're going to win. Let's look at the back-to-backs for the week. There's quite a few of them. Monday, Tuesday though, there's none, which is okay because Tuesday is a high volume day. Monday, Wednesday, which is our pseudo back-to-back. So we're forgetting Tuesday. We're looking at how we can attack the start of the week. There's a lot we can do. Detroit, the Pelicans, Charlotte, Philadelphia, Orlando, the Knicks, the Celtics, and the Heat all play on Monday and then play again on Wednesday. So that's really interesting heading into the week that we can get those two games for the price of one ad while skipping the 10-game day on Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, there are some teams playing the back-to-back. Memphis, Lakers, Bulls, Thunder, Blazers, Rockets, Bucks, Nets. We've got to be really careful there with Milwaukee with the rest, perhaps for Giannis, perhaps for Middleton, perhaps for Crowder. We've got to be careful. I don't think that Davis or LeBron, but you've got to watch that one for the Lakers. Ja Morant sits some back-to-backs sometimes. I watch that for Memphis. Watch Bain, watch Jackson. I think they'll be okay, but watch it. Um, the Bulls, is DeRozan's thigh okay to play through the back-to-back? Shea had a back-to-back yesterday. Will he be okay for the Thunder? There's a lot of things to watch there. Wednesday, Thursday is a low-volume back-to-back, which we love. There's only one team that has it, though, and that's the Sixers, who have, and I don't even know if I said this before. I should have. They're the only team with four quality games this week. Every one of their four games, the Sixers, is on a low-volume day. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. So while DeAnthony Melton is struggling, while Tyrese Maxey is struggling, while Tobias Harris is up and down, the fact that you can have them this week and play them and feel confident in playing them four times is really important when nobody else on any other team has that ability to do that. 
Other teams have four games. Other fringe teams have four games. But will you use those guys four times? Thursday, Friday is a high volume back-to-back, but it's the Clippers and the Warriors. I just want to highlight that because is Kawhi going to sit? Is Paul George going to sit? Is Draymond going to sit? Is Steph going to be back and then sit as well? I don't think Steph will be back, but he could be back for one of those games. You've got the Thursday, Saturday pseudo back-to-back, so surrounding the Big Ten game Friday. The Spurs, the Wizards, the Raptors, and the Sixers have that combo. The Friday, Saturday back-to-back, Minnesota, Sacramento, Miami, Atlanta. We'd watch Miami there. If Lowry was back, would he sit? Is Butler going to sit the back-to-back? That's what we watch there. Oladipo, will he sit it? And then the weekend back-to-back, Sunday's got 10 games, remember? We've got the Spurs, the Rockets, the Wizards, and the Bucks. So that's shocking if you've got Bucks players. Giannis and Middleton, it's bad. You could have the four-game week for Milwaukee reduced to a two-game week for Giannis and Middleton because of two back-to-backs. The Spurs, we know everyone's going to sit that back-to-back. You're going to have Calden out. You're going to have Jones out. You're going to have Sohan out. At least one of those games. You're going to have some wild stuff happening. And we hope that they sit on the Sunday so that opens up stream options for us on the final day of the week if that's how we our roster shakes out. So that's how the back-to-backs look for this week ahead. So the streaming plan, again, I really encourage you to do this individually for your own league, for your own team, because this is generic advice that is not going to be apply, applicable to everybody. It's not. It's impossible for me to do that because I don't know. Do you run 10 starters, 4 bench, 10 starters, 3 bench, 7 starters, 4 bench, 10 starters, 6 bench? How is your roster set up? Are you got injured guys that enable you to stream in? Do you have open spots? I don't know. But you've got to look at that each day and go, oh, I've got spots here, 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 here. How do I attack it? But let's assume we've got a standard 10-3 or 10-4 active bench split, meaning that on 10 game days, we're not streaming in. The Sixers have four quality games, and it starts on Monday. That's great. There are only two other teams that have three quality games for the week, and that is Miami and Detroit. Miami have four games for the week and three qualities, and Detroit, all three of theirs are on low-volume days. So the value of a Heat player, Gabe Vincent, Max Struess, Deeper Leagues, Cody Zeller, Kevin Love, Caleb Martin, even though they're fringy sort of players, the fact that you use them three times and no one else can be used three times is important. And the same for the Pistons. Although, again, their front court, I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what they're going to do. Stewart, Duran, Bagley, Wiseman, Livers. I honestly don't know. I think it's going to be a mess, and it's going to be confusing. But they're in a good spot. What you could do as a way to use your ads is I think when you get to fantasy playoffs, we've always talked about your worst player on your roster is streamable. Who's your worst player? Get rid of him. We've talked about that so many times. You can stream that spot. In the fantasy playoffs, become a little bit more brutal, I think. Your worst two players, they can go. You don't have to just drop them, but their spots can be streamed through. So if you use it that way, right? you can look at your worst two players, and on Monday, you can add a Sixers player. You can add two Sixers players if you want. You might have Maxi available or Melton available. or Then we get a little bit iffy because is it Niang? Is it McDaniels? They're not great options. Or you can have one of those guys and you can add a Heat player. Or you can add a Pistons player. You can add Oladipo or Struess or Vincent and have them occupy your two worst slots and you get seven quality games out of those two roster spots and you use two ads. And then by the time you get to Sunday, you do have two ads left. So you see, can I stream guys in? What does my roster look like? You've got two ads left that way. That's seven games, seven quality games, two ads. Remember, adding seven games is different to adding seven quality games. So you might add a team that's got four. You might add like a Blazers player or a Grizzlies player at Monday. That's eight games, but you might only use them twice. 
So that's what's important. So that's a way you can do it. That's a way you can stream through. The other way that you could do it is I still always think using one spot on a Sixers player, Melton's going to be the obvious target, even though it's iffy. But if someone dropped Maxi, like adding those guys four games. And then your second spot, you can use it for a Monday-Wednesday stream. And then after the Wednesday, you can drop. You can add someone that plays on the Thursday-Saturday. Just go back and have a look at that slide I put up before where we talk about the teams that play the pseudo back-to-back Monday-Wednesday and the pseudo back-to-back Thursday-Saturday. And that gives you an extra ad for Sunday. So that's, this is a league with four weekly ads. So that means you get nine quality games. You get the four from the sixes. You get Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Saturday. And then hopefully you get the extra one on Sunday. But that's a 10-game day. You might not be able to use it. And that, that uses all your four moves with two spots. Now, on average, like the, most teams play four games this week. So if you didn't make a move, you theoretically could get eight games without using a move. But as I said, there are half of the teams playing four games this week that have one quality game. So you might have that person on your roster that plays four games in those last two spots and you can get two games out of them. But if you use it correctly, you can get nine games out of that spot or at very worst, eight games out of those those two roster spots. I hope all that is making a lot of sense to you. Yeah, understanding that maximizing games on the lower volume day is important. The other thing to do here, fantasy playoffs, if we're starting, is what are your strengths? Don't worry about overall value. It doesn't mean anything. Don't even worry that much about future value. Worry about, I need to win five categories to advance. That is it. I don't need to win anymore. So I I can put all my resources into those categories. So a player that might make no sense for some teams or as a general rule, makes a lot of sense in the fantasy playoffs. Schedule, punting, five categories, opponent matchup, this is how you have success. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. If you want success in having a delicious treat, Built Bar is here for you. It is like a candy bar, covered in 100% real chocolate. Tastes amazing, but it's high in protein. It's low in calories, it's low in fat, it's low in sugar but it's high in protein, 17 grams in a lot of these bars and like 130 calories. It's a great combination when you're looking for that healthy treat or you're going to get some protein in after a workout. I've told you so many times for so many years. Go to built.com, order your built bars. It's delicious. But now you can just go straight into Walmart. Go down to the pharmacy section, four bar boxes straight on the shelf. Cookies and cream, coconut puff, and double chocolate. But if you're near a Sam's Club, you can get the bigger boxes, the 13 bar boxes in churro flavor or in brownie batter flavor. So go to built.com, go to Walmart, go to Sam's Club, and get your built bars. Built bar is built different. Let's have a look at how the week shakes out front and back loading. So Monday to Thursday, the Sixers play three games in four nights to start the week. They're the only team that does that. We've already talked about the value of having a Sixers player. The Suns and the and the Cavs do not play until Wednesday. So fringe Suns players, is it worth holding on to Josh Okoge? Probably is, but it might not be. Fringe Cavs players with only two games? Maybe, but we already talked about They've got two games, but they're both quality games. So there might be some value in that. Their two games might be more useful than one game of Portland. The back end of the week, Thursday through Sunday, you've got four teams that end the week with three games in four nights, Thursday through Sunday. The Spurs, the Clippers, the Warriors, and the Wizards. So obviously that means there's a Clippers back-to-back. And obviously, it means there's a Warriors back-to-back. It obviously means there's a Spurs back-to-back. So there's going to be opportunities opening up. DiVincenzo, Branham, Zach Collins, Charles Bassey, Devontae Graham, maybe. DiVincenzo, 
Terrence Mann, maybe, if Kawhi does sit. Westbrook should get more usage in one of those games. The Pelicans and the Nuggets don't play on the weekend. So again, if you have fringe guys, maybe that's Bruce Brown. Maybe that is Trey Murphy. Maybe that is Herb Jones. Maybe that is Josh Richardson. And you're like, I desperately need to win. Drop them. They're fringe guys. They don't play the last two days of the week. Drop them. Get someone else in. Get someone else in to to get you that extra volume in that you need. Some players who might return this week could get a return of Steven Adams later in the week, which is going to kill, thankfully, whatever's going on with Brandon Clark and Xavier Tillman. Kevin Porter Jr. should be back, hopefully. Maxi Kleber could be back. Devin Vassell should be back March 2nd. Yusuf Nurkic could return. I don't know about that one, but he could return. And we're probably, almost definitely, going to get the return of Kevin Durant. Now, as I said earlier, with Josh Okogie, could you hold him through that? You know, no games to start the week? Don't know. Is it going to be worth it when Durant returns on Wednesday? Probably not. Probably not. But they're the guys, some really important players who, like, yeah, Kleber's not an important fantasy guy necessarily, but his return impacts players like Josh Green, impacts players like Christian Wood. The rest of these guys are all 12-team league options, of course. If we look at weekly leagues, these are leagues where you set your lineup once a week. Some guys you can add, and some of these names aren't particularly strong. They're not particularly good, but the schedule does favor them. We'll start in Portland with Drew Eubanks and Matisse Thibel. I don't think Nurkic is going to be playing a big role this week. So I think, well, that Aaron Simons isn't going to be back. So Eubanks has some value with four games. Thibel, and the quality games don't matter for weekly leagues, by the way. So there's only one quality game for the Blazers. It doesn't matter in a weekly league. So Thibel, Eubanks, you could throw Reddish in there. Some okay ads. Dan Gafford, I'm not really confident of where his minutes are going at all, but the four games does help. It, it does help. If he plays 20 minutes a night for four games, that's 80 minutes. That's the same as getting a three-game guy that plays 27 minutes. Yeah, 27 minutes. So it's, that's about the same. All right, that's how much of a difference that one game can make. DiVincenzo, KJ Martin. These are all guys available in over 50% of leagues. Denny Avdia, Alex Caruso, Kyle Anderson. If Anderson only plays three games, he's valuable enough though to have for this week. In terms of guys that we sit, I think we're sitting all of the Cavs apart from Mitchell and Garland. Mobley is very borderline. He's playing really well. I would He'd be okay to start. I wouldn't feel super good about it. And I wouldn't bother with Jarrett Allen. And for the Nuggets, I'd sit everybody apart from Jokic with the only exception being Jamal Murray. But with only two games, if he has one stinker, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit. That's a bit risky for me. I'd rather just go Jokic, Mitchell, Garland out of those teams with Mobley and Jamal Murray very close, but not necessarily a must. These guys are all available. These guys are all rostered in over fifty percent of leagues, and I don't think I'd start on this week. Okongwu only three games could play nineteen minutes a game. Matherin, we just don't know what he's going to give us. Keegan Murray similarly. Um, DeAndre Hunter, RJ Barrett, and Isaiah Stewart now with injury as well, and Bagley back. I don't know what the hell they're going to do in that situation. For points leagues, guys to add. For the week, uh, for weekly leagues, KJ Martin, Denny Avdia, Lou Dort, Drew Eubanks, Gafford, Shaden Sharp, Matisse Thibel. Now, Eubanks, Gafford, Sharp, Thibel, I'm not particularly confident about any of those guys for the week. Their schedule is nice. The opportunity is theoretically there, but I don't feel great about it. But they are options to at least consider. And guys to sit, the same stuff for Cavs. Mitchell Garland and Jokic are the only Cavs and Nuggets players I, I definitely start. You can consider Murray, you can consider Mobley, but I wouldn't be rushing to do it. I would sit Isaiah Stewart. I'd sit Derek White for Boston. Roll uncertain, not a great points league guy with this sort of situation. Dunray Hunter, Herb Jones, absolutely wouldn't be starting him. Uh, Gary Trent and Keegan Murray, not someone I'd be rushing to start in a weekly league. And guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. And if you are here on YouTube, thumb it up and leave your comments down below. 
Good luck if you are in the fantasy playoffs, except if you are up against me. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.